0: This is News Talk. I mentioned the shooting there, that's the rather stark photograph on the front of the Irish Times this morning of a police officer taking a moment, he has his hands uh, covering his face, clearly upset at what he's witnessing and he is one of those investigating the scene of the mass shooting in which six people were killed at a 4th of July parade and you just think about the notion of that Independence Day, a parade to celebrate America's independence and a uniquely American celebration and it's marred by a Shooter killing six people. Police have arrested a 22-year-old man. As we heard, and we'll have more on that on News Talk Breakfast and on our bulletins here on News Talk throughout the day. Of course, the summer economic statement is all over the papers this morning after the big announcement yesterday. The Irish Times headline: budget will be bigger and earlier. That's like vote early and vote often, and it's all, of course, to combat inflation. So the paper reports that the government is to deliver a much bigger and earlier budget than planned, with a series of one-off measures to tackle the cost of living crisis and the budget's going to be delivered 2 weeks earlier it's going to be on september 27th i already see in the papers some opposition parties saying that this is just a token exercise that the budget should have been an emergency one in july not 2 weeks earlier than planned the budget's going to involve a 6.7 billion euro package of spending and tax measures uh, and that's an increase of 1.7 billion over previous plans that shows the challenge That's ahead for the economy. It's described as a war chest on the Irish Independent. Record levels of government spending on tax cuts and welfare increases are being planned for the budget. The government is taking a two-pronged approach immediately introducing a package of measures on budget day, of course rather than having to wait until January and that will be followed by tax reductions and increases to welfare payments like the pension and job seekers allowance, although I think those increases are going to happen, in the new year but there's a spe- specific cost of living package which is going to be unveiled on the 27th of September. The Irish Examiner takes a different angle on the summer economic statement saying that the government's warning that a complete shut off of Russian gas supplies to Europe can't be ruled out as it confirms its package of cost of living measures. Uh, outside of the budget we have Minister McGrath saying he would like to have the scope to increase fuel allowance payments and sources have said it's likely there'll be an extension of fuel rebates another €200 energy credit and an autumn welfare bonus to help ease the burden and of course Obviously, the warning is that we could cut off Russian gas supplies and what impact that would have. A couple of other papers on the Summer Economic Statement. They have a photograph of Minister Pascal Donoghue and Minister Michael McGrath uh, in some, I think it's army gear, costbusters. Oh, no, it's ghostbusters. Okay, sorry. Sorry for missing the reference there. Ghostbusters uniforms. uh, They call it costbusters. 6.7 billion euro war chest for budget. 1 billion in tax cuts for workers. The Irish Daily Mirror headline, 1 billion euro tax cuts bonanza for thousands of Irish families which has been promised for budget 2023 and as I say, Finance Minister Pascal Donoghue will be on this morning's News Talk Breakfast to answer I'm sure the many many questions that people have about what the government will do to address the rising cost of living. Now the Irish Daily Mail this morning looks at RTE and on the front page RTE urged to cut its dependency on state supports. That's according to the Public Accounts Committee which is demanding that Orti drastically lowers its dependency on state funding. Bosses at the national broadcaster have been given five months to come up with, with a plan to reduce its reliance on money from the exchequer. or needed €197.6 million between 2016 and 2020. At the same time commercial revenue declining and the Public Accounts Committee has a big report into the finances of RT, which has been seen by the Irish Daily Mail this morning. The Irish Sun, Prem star in 3am rape arrest. Um, A Premier League star was arrested on suspicion of rape in a dramatic 3am swoop by cops yesterday. The ace, who's described as in his 20s, was asleep when six police cars arrived at his mansion. A woman also in, in her 20s reported the alleged attack and showed officers photos of bruising. So that's the front of the Irish Sun. Now, inside the Irish Times you may have heard Shane Coleman on Newstalk Breakfast giving out about this recently the whole idea that you have seagulls ripping apart, not just seagulls, it's rats as well. Sorry now if you're having your breakfast ripping apart bin bags in Dublin but that could all be a thing of the past because the Irish Times says plastic bin bags could be on their way out on Dublin's streets and it follows trials of a new waste receptacle designed to eliminate their use. So instead of putting a plastic bag into a bin on the street in Dublin. There's a thing called Bag Bin, which you may have heard about before, which is a collapsible waste container that protects the refuse sacks from being ripped open and it was trialled at 86 locations in Dublin from last October to April and apparently very, very successfully trialled as well. More than 80% of residential users and 60% of businesses who responded to the council said they would prefer to keep the bag bin than return to the use of plastic bags only. So we'll see if that'll be ruled, not ruled out, if that'll be rolled out around the country. Each bin can accommodate several bags and can be used by multiple retailers, restaurants, Or residents, and then it's a a way of stopping all the vermin from getting in, and obviously stopping the litter spewing out onto the streets, which can only be a good thing. Other stories for you in the Irish Sun: uh, a lot of people still, a number of years after his death, very interested in Jerry Ryan. And in the Sun, we're told that his former home has been sold for one point five million. It's in a number of the papers this morning. Uh, Jerry Ryan's house had been put up on the market in 2020 for two million. Euro, was then taken off the market and put up for £1.5 million and has been sold. And looking at some of the pictures in the papers, is absolutely gorgeous home indeed. So someone has bought that. Staying with housing and well-known people in the mail, we're told that Garth Brooks uh, isn't going to be faced with the hotel prices issue in Dublin because he's going to stay in Kerry for his gigs at Croke Park. So this is when you have money, of course, it doesn't matter where you stay because you can fly around the country. So the mail says that Garth Brooks is planning to stay about 300 kilometres away from Croke Park when he comes to play his sold-out five nights there. He's hired a private house close to Kerry Airport which he'll use to escape from the public lair during his high-profile visit. So he flies in does his gigs in Croke Park and every night then flies back to Kerry and enjoys uh, the Kerry countryside without the glare of the fans, people coming up to him the whole time because obviously a lot of people very, very interested in seeing Garth Brooks. And it's not the only person who's doing this. Uh, We're told wealthy American tourists are using Kerry Airport as the perfect starting point for their holidays. Apparently, they like to go golfing because there's very good golf courses down in Kerry. But also last Sunday, EasyJet owner Stelios, who we may remember from the airline show years ago, he flew in and out of Kerry Airport on a private jet. So this seems to be the new VIP area in Ireland is down at Kerry Airport. In the uh, Times of London this morning, we're told that scout leaders, this is the latest story about I suppose you'd call it so-called woke language being used, scout leaders have issued a style guide banning children from using a number of terms. Now get ready for these terms. So they won't be allowed, say, falling on deaf ears, they won't be allowed, say, man-made, and they won't be allowed, say, dinner ladies. Scouts will also be prohibited from using the phrase maiden name or Christian name when you're asking someone for their name because that would cause offence to people of all genders, religions, races, and those who live with a disability. Apparently, maiden name is an outdated term and dinner ladies are going to be called school meals supervisors instead. So that's very Oh yeah, they also won't be able to say, uh, obviously a big game for children is Chinese whispers, but that's gone now. Instead, they'll play what's called broken telephone and they can't... <clears throat> this is uh, unusual. I didn't realise this was offensive. Children will also be told not to use down under to refer to Australia or New Zealand because apparently that is offensive too. Final story for you comes from The Telegraph. Didn't know this was a thing, but apparently it is and cinemas are now launching a crackdown on a new social media trend where teenagers go to the Minions movie dressed in suits. Young people have filmed themselves on TikTok disrupting screenings of Minions by cheering, clapping and shouting during the film and the behaviour has caused other film goers to demand their money back over the rowdy behaviour because you don't want a load of teenagers shouting and roaring in the cinema. So obviously, they get dressed up in their suits, go into the cinema screen, Minions comes on and they're shouting and roaring and uh, one cinema in, uh, I don't know where, Worcester in England, this is a View Cinema, had to give £1,300 worth of refunds in a single day as a result of the amount of complaints they got by other moviegoers. Didn't know, and I don't know if this is big in Ireland or not, maybe it is, but apparently you wear your suit going to see the Minions movie. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com This this is Newstalk.